0: Do you have a child who struggles to stay organized in his bedroom? Or he might be just disorganized everywhere. His book bag is disorganized. He leaves a trail through the house when he comes home from school or when he comes home from soccer or baseball or wherever. Or you have a girl who might be disorganized. I don't want to gender discriminate by any means. But in our home, we have a little boy who is very disorganized, and he is probably ADHD, undiagnosed, but he shows all of the signs. And typically, ADHD and disorganization go hand in hand. So if you are a mom or a parent of a child who is disorganized and may have or may not have ADHD, this episode is for you. I want to wrap my arms around you because I am there right there with you. I am trying to figure it out as well. And as I'm learning what's working for me, I want to bring you along on this journey so that you can learn as well. So today I'm sharing with you how you can remain calm with your ADHD child's messy bedroom. Let's dive in. (music) And welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazat, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes by downsizing and decluttering and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. We have too much stuff, not enough space or time, and lack the motivation to get our life together. We need simplified solutions tame the chaos around us and be available, both mind and body, to experience all the joy that life has to offer. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. The other day, I had an opportunity to go and speak at this small country church to this ladies group who wanted me to come and speak to them about decluttering and organizing and creating systems and habits and routines in their home. Well, afterwards, the host who invited me to come, I was standing outside with her in the churchyard, and she was sharing a couple of different struggles that she was having over the clutter and the chaos that was happening in her home. I was giving her a little bit of advice. And the one thing that came up that I want to share with you today was when she was speaking about her son, who is ADHD, and he struggles with keeping his room organized and clutter-free. So I told her, I was like, well, let's go over to your house and just take a look. So I walk in her home, and at first glance, I was like, your home is not as bad as you said. It doesn't look as bad. It doesn't look like chaos to me. She's like, oh, it looks like it's just terrible. So I want this to be a reminder to you that, People don't notice our chaos as much as we do. Our problems are just front and center and we see them very plainly. But not everyone is triggered by what triggers us. And so I want you to be okay with if someone comes to your house, don't worry so much about what appears you think is messy. Not everyone notices your mess. It doesn't have to be like HGTV or home and garden, what you see in the magazines. It's okay to have a lived in house. So anyway, I asked her to take me back to her son's bedroom to just show me, show me what you're struggling with. And I, you know, it it wasn't a very cluttered bedroom, but there were things everywhere. It wasn't tidy. It didn't look like things were put back where they needed to be. And so I was just talking with her and just asking her some questions. This is what I do in all of my coaching sessions, whether it's in person or virtually, just asking questions to get a feel for what's going on to really find the root cause of what is causing the struggle, what's causing the chaos to happen in your home. And something that I have been applying myself that I shared with this lady is a couple of different things. First of all, understand that your child is not doing this to you, okay? She asked me, she said, should I not share with him how this makes me feel? And I said, well, why would he care? (laughs) It's his room. Why would he care that his room is making you feel that way? He really cares about how it's making him feel. So don't use how something is making you feel to get your child to change. Your child's not doing this to you. They're not being messy to spite you. So try to separate your emotions from the situation and just state the facts of what's going on in the environment for what they are. Okay. Get out of this victim mentality that your child's messiness is a stab at you, or they're trying to get back at you, or it's, they're doing something to you. Try to separate your emotions and what's going on in your child's bedroom and just state it for what it is. Your, your room is just messy. Okay. I, I, I'm not going to be triggered by that. I'm not going to be, um, sad. It's not. It's not on me. Okay. So your child is not doing this to you. The next thing that I shared with her was, don't join your child in the chaos. He really needs you to be a steady pillar of strength. Let that set in. Don't join your child in the chaos. Know that you are not the only one feeling overwhelmed by the mess. Imagine him being in his room, going to sleep. How do you feel sleeping in a messy bedroom? You're not the only one overwhelmed here. So when you allow yourself to join your child in the chaos, emotions escalate. And that is when relationships become strained and your child is no longer willing to listen to you because he no no longer feels safe. When you're able to remain calm and not join him in his chaos, he will come to you and seek that solace. He will seek that comfort. But when you are chaotic and he's chaotic and you just feel all emotionally tied up in all of this, he's not going to feel like you are a safe place for him to land. So try your best not to join your child in the chaos. I tell this to my son a lot now when he is having an emotional when he's emotionally triggered, I used to try to talk him through it and talk him talk some sense into him. But because he struggles with ADHD tendencies, his processing is a lot. It's just different. I mean, even neurotypical people struggle when they have that adrenaline going. But somebody who is, um, you know, struggling with ADHD tendencies, they process at a different pace or in a different way so I've been telling my son I love you so much but I'm not going to join you in this heightened emotional state or I just tell him I'm not going to join you in this chaos right now but I'm going to give you time to calm down and then we're going to talk later (laughs) so try to get yourself to a place where you're calm and you're a steady pillar of strength for him Don't join him in the chaos. And by getting all emotional about it and feeling like you're the victim here, that is joining him in the chaos. The next thing, resist blaming or belittling your child for their inability to clean and stay organized. I am such a, I am guilty of this really bad. (laughs) Um, For blaming, for shaming, for putting down, for, you know, pointing out what they lack, the skills that they lack. Trust me, you're not the only one who has done it. I have learned and I'm still learning. I have to come back to my son, my children, all of them. Often when I am emotionally triggered and I don't remain calm and I join them in their chaos and I just start saying things that are belittling and shaming And putting them down. But what I've learned is that doesn't help. And negativity always brings more negativity. Positivity always breeds more positivity. So even when you feel triggered and you just want to blame. And you just want to belittle. Try to remain calm. Don't join them in their chaos. Know that they're not doing this out of spite to hurt you. I also want you to think about. How do you feel when someone calls you out for something that you haven't done well? Maybe you feel shame, you feel anger, you feel resentful, but you definitely aren't thankful and you're definitely not receiving it very easily. No, you feel hurt. You feel ashamed. You want to hide. Sometimes I want to hide when my husband calls something out that he sees. He doesn't do it very often, but when he does or when my children, they don't really call things out, but they're they're how they act sometimes calls things out in me because they're reflecting back to me, my own behavior. We rarely feel like we want to change in that situation. So when we are belittling and blaming and shaming our child, do we really think they're going to receive that in a way that's going to prompt them to want to change? Absolutely not. So I want you to also consider this. Your child's messy tendencies are not always his fault. Nope, they're not always. He may have more things just like we have more things in his room than he is able to handle. Y'all, we are all on this journey to get back down to the place of what we're really able to handle in our life. We are living way beyond our capacity. And it's my desire to help you get back to that that capacity, just like I have worked so hard and I continue to work hard on a daily basis to live within my capacity. When there's chaos in my home, when I am mentally fatigued, when I'm overtired, when I'm drained, when my relationships in my house feel strained and out of control, I know that I am living beyond my capacity and I have to take a healthy evaluation, look around and see what needs to be done. So your child is probably, if he has a messy bedroom and it's consistently messy, then he is probably living beyond his capacity. He has pro- you have probably allowed him to have so much stuff or too much stuff and he hasn't learned how to take care of a small amount of stuff before earning the ability to get more is this thing where we have birthdays for, for for one-year-olds and we give them so many toys. How can a one-year-old handle or manage all of the things that he's been given? He can't. And we do this year after year, every holiday, every birthday, and even in between the holidays and the birthdays, we give our stuff, our kids stuff, and more stuff and more stuff. And we wonder, what's wrong with you? Why Why can't you... Keep your room clean. Well, we have done it to them. We have not trained them to be able to handle a small amount. We have done this to ourselves in this culture that we live in of just accumulating and getting more and more stuff. And we haven't developed the skills to handle a little bit first. So it's not always their fault that they can't keep their room clean. Sometimes it's our fault because we've given them too much. So also think about this. If you struggle as an adult to keep your house tidy, I mean, it is definitely work to keep on and to stay on top of it. Imagine how difficult it is for your child who hasn't established organizing skills. Organization is not just a natural God-given ability Sometimes it takes development. It takes this skill to develop. And if you yourself is still learning how to do this, you can't imagine your your child at whatever age that he is to just automatically know this. And like you, if he knows how, but he lacks a desire, like sometimes people know how to organize. You can look up organizing on any website. You can just Google it, Pinterest, find tips and tricks, and you can even listen to my podcast for organizing. But if you don't have the desire to put those organization skills into practice, organizing takes practice. It is a life skill. It's not something that you can just organize your space once and it stay that way. It is an ongoing skill that you have to develop. You have to get better at it. You have to develop habits of organization and staying on top of that. So it's our job not only to build these organization skills in ourselves, but to also train up our children to be able to manage their own spaces. It's great to teach your child how to manage his small bedroom because one day he's gonna be like you and own an entire house and he's gonna have to know these skills of maintaining that entire house. He's gonna move from a tiny bedroom To a bigger house. And it's so important that we teach our child to manage a little and then he can earn as he develops those organization skills, he can earn more and more. So, here are a couple of tips to help you establish a sense of calm within yourself so that you don't join your child in the chaos. First of all, change what you can control start with decluttering organizing and systemizing your own spaces first recognize the amount of what you're able to handle and get your home and the tasks that you perform down to that level that is within your capacity the second thing that i want you to do is envision how you're going to speak to your child when situations like this arise When you're feeling great and you're feeling in this neutral, these neutral emotions, and you're not in this heightened state of frustration, I want you to envision how you're going to handle the situation when you see your child's messy bedroom. I want you to Think about the words that you're going to say. And I I want you to think about the the calm and the, the control and the resolve that you're going to be when you're talking with him. I want you to remember these words. I need to be his steady pillar of strength. The third thing that I want you to do is create routines in your home and be consistent with them. This is so important, especially for children who are ADHD. Routines and rhythms are so important. So simple things that you can do for habit stacking where you you already have this task that you're doing or that your child's doing and you just stack a habit on top of that. So the habit for waking up in the morning is that your child gets out of bed. Well, a habit or a routine that you can stack on top of that is when you get out of bed, you turn around and you pull the covers up to your pillow. Just start with that. Another habit is when you finish your finish eating a meal, you take your plate to the sink, you rinse it off, you put it in the dishwasher. Another one is when you walk in the door, if that's if that's a habit that's already happening. You don't have to tell your child to do that anymore when you walk into the house hang your book bag on the hook put your shoes in the box or where, however you have your system set up but it's so important that you establish a an environment that supports not only your child but also yourself in keeping up and being consistent with these routines and with these habits and the next thing that i want to encourage you to do is to take better care of yourself i want you to get enough rest I want you to exercise i want you to eat foods that are good for you and don't don't starve yourself because you're going to get become hangry mom i want you to establish good tidy habits and i want you to allow yourself to have fun with your child you are much more likely to remain calm with your child in his messy chaos when you give yourself time to have fun with him on a regular basis. All right, mamas, I just want you to let you know that you are not alone. I'm right there with you. And I can be right there with you as you're going through this tidy process and this systemizing your home process. If you wanna reach out to me for coaching, email me, lisa at habitsandhome.com. I would love to talk with you. Get on a free consultation and see how we can work together. All right, friends, I'll see you right here next time on the Habits and Home Show.